Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive LLC. See you soon. It is BS.show. I'm Shelly. She's Brad. Together we get together every Monday through Friday, although we didn't do it yesterday morning, but every Monday through Friday normally between 6 and 8 and we make BS, right? Yep. And it's Brad and Shelly make BS, right? Okay, yep. Shelly. I've been teasing you all morning with my special guest. You know my special you guest? totally is? have. <laughs> my special guest is on the phone with me right now, Mark McCluskey. Mark, good morning to you. How you doing? Really? Oh, good. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing fine. Mark McCluskey. Can I give the background? Or she should? A lot of people will know you from, shall I call it, the infamous uh, situation at your house in the Central West End. Would that be proper way to put it? Well, the best way I put it is I'm the pink shirt guy with the AR on the front porch. Yeah, so you lay it right out there. You're the pink guy with the AR on the front porch. Now, if we talk about, and, and let's, you know, a lot of people have lost track of what that was all about. You live down the street from, at the time, the mayor of St. Louis, Lida Cruzen, correct? Well, she lives a couple of blocks north and a half a mile west of our private neighborhood and on a public street. But uh, the way the, the, the fake news media portrayed it was that these were social justice warriors walking peacefully past my house on the way to the mayor's house. But the mayor doesn't live in our neighborhood. They walked by three no trespassing sounds, then tore down the gate to get in. So that that's the media equivalent of walking peacefully past my house. So she doesn't even live that close to you? They made it out that she was like your next door neighbor or something like that. Yeah, that's pure fake news. Um, uh, Lida Cruson lives on a public street, like I say, two two blocks north and about a half a mile west of our house. On a, on, and the, the, mob, the mob had been there many times. They knew exactly how to get to, to her house. And, you know, I live in a gated community. It's a private place. Everything inside those gates is as private as your own living room. And they tore down the gate and stormed in. But it was planned on the flyer that, that Corey Bush's uh, Expect Us St. Louis put out about when they advertised this riot. They said, plus, we have a surprise. Well, the surprise was breaking into the private neighborhood. Wow. Seriously. I've never heard this part of the story. Very interesting. Yeah, no, of course not, because uh, because the fake news, uh, you know, no one wanted to... We were, I guess, the first people in the country to stand up against Antifa and just say no. And uh, there's only one unforgivable crime in America these days, and that's standing up against the left. And so we had to be uh, barbecued in the press. And two years ago, last Sunday, is when all this stuff happened. And, uh, uh, you know, it's still we're still getting barbecued today. Wow. Well, here's the reason why. And let me give you the background. You are and 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 up until two years ago, nobody knew probably who you or your wife was. I mean, you shouldn't say nobody, but you you were an attorney. Both you and your wife were successful attorneys. And outside of that, I think you would have to agree with me that you your name wasn't necessarily a household name. Correct. Absolutely not. Okay, so all of a sudden you become sort of famous. um, And then now you're running for U.S. Senate. And here's where I come in that. I am a local dude. And it's funny, you just talked about the fact off air about the fact that you drive by my transmitter site in Highway 47. I'm one of the few radio station owners that's left because most of the radio stations are owned by big corporate media. Last week, I heard you interviewed on another radio station. And what's interesting is I go on the Internet. I find your campaign site. There's a phone number on it. I dial the number and you answer the phone. Not some corporate, not some corporate PR person, but you personally answer the phone. Right. Well, you know, yeah, I'll just say this as general principle. It's not just radio stations. It's everything in this country is now owned by a very small group of centrally controlled entities. And I'll just say this because I just turned on my TV this morning, and everything is political ads now for the Senate race. You know, 
your listeners need to know that every time they see a TV ad, what you're watching is some billionaire attempting to buy your vote for some politician that they own and have in their pocket. When billionaires give millions of dollars to a political campaign, they're not making a gift. They're making an investment. Every time you see a TV ad, what should go through your mind is some billionaire is trying to influence my vote for their own financial benefit. That's all it is. And whereas your campaign is pretty much funded by yourself and a few donors, a few local donors, correct? Well, that's it. Well, and then from all over the country, but it's all small donor stuff. I mean, we get, we literally got a piece of postcard with three quarters taped to it with a note saying, I love you, Mark, but this is all I can afford. And those are the kinds of people I want to represent. Okay, so here's where I find you fascinating, and I'll be upfront and tell you this. I'm listening to you on another radio station. And, and I'll go ahead and say you were on 97.1, you were with Mark Cox, and I know Mark, Mark's a good guy, but, but I don't think Mark was really taking you seriously. Do you think he was? You know, I, I kind of get the impression, as one of my old employees used to say, that, that the uh, traditional radio hosts are all in on the, uh, on the mainstream candidates, including Eric Ridens for some reason. But no, they, uh, they, they put me on, and at the end of the last interview, Mark Cox says something like, well, you know, I have to put all these guys on. Well, you know, you, I've been I've been running this campaign. You know, we've been uh, full bore uh, campaigning first for President Trump starting on July thirteenth of twenty twenty. So almost two years we've been on the road campaigning, and then after the Trump campaign was over, we just kept doing the same things we've been doing for the president on our own, putting on presentations on our God given rights and the Constitution up at the state capitol. Then we started getting invited to Lincoln Reagan Day dinners, and people liked what we had to say. Then when Roy Blunt uh, announced that he wasn't going to run for re-election, people started calling up and asking me if I'd be interested in doing it. Heck, you know, I'm 65 years old. Last thing I wanted to do was start a new career, and the last thing I'd want to do is go up there to that swamp and rub elbows with politicians. But uh, eventually it became something that we recognized as a calling, something that we had to do. But, you know, I'm, I got to tell you that, that I've been out there slogging away on the, on the ground level. We did the Winslow Parade yesterday morning, then we went out to Hillsborough and did their fireworks celebration last night. We were in uh, Nevada, Missouri, Rich Hills, Missouri, Blue Springs, Kansas City, uh, Wentzville, and Hillsborough in the last few days. And uh, I don't see anybody else out there. They're just waiting, sitting in their basements, waiting for their billionaire big bucks to buy them commercials. See, that was the interesting, that got my attention because you were talking about the fact that you've been all over the state of Missouri. You've been practically, have you been in every county in the state of Missouri or pretty much all of them now? We've been in all of them, and many of them more than once. I, we bought a vehicle for the campaign last uh, May 19th, I guess. It just turned 93,000 miles, so we've been uh, we've been tilling the field. Well, and, and you talked about the fact that you never see Eric Greitens or Eric Schmidt or any of those people, correct? That's true. Eric Greitens never goes anyplace. Eric Schmidt used to show up occasionally, but now, now not at all. And you know the fun thing is because media, when you have the money, when you've got billionaires backing you, and you can put out whatever kind of use your radio station lingo crap you want to um the uh, you can just say this outlandish stuff like eric Wright has on his website now that he's the only person out there meeting rural missourians when he's absolutely been hiding from everybody and it's, it's just it's just remarkable how and i saw a commercial for eric schmidt this morning where he lights up a blowtorch and says he stopped illegal immigration well that's wonderful i should go down to texas now and then see that nobody's crossing the border but, you know, if you say it, if you have enough billionaires backing you and you can buy enough commercials, some portion of the population will actually believe the nonsense you say. Interesting. And, by the way, we think crap's a good thing here because that's one of our stations. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's right. That's right. You know, 
Give a crap, you know? <laughs> yeah. we, you know. You know where my head's at if one of my callers are KRAP. Well, see, <laughs> see, this is, and, and I have to be honest with you. I heard you, and I thought to myself, this guy is the real deal. Because some people thought you just got like your, your you know, your, your, you know, let's be honest. You made some money being an attorney. You had a weird situation with these people. And all of a sudden, you've turned into like this campaign warrior. And you're like the average Joe kind of candidate. You know what I'm saying? Well, let me let me let you let you know and your listeners know that this was kind of when 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 I uh, put out a couple of fifteen second TV ads uh, a month or so ago. One of the ones said, you know, when they came, they just came knocking on the wrong damn door. I've been a an ardent anti communist and, and a lifelong uh, very a strong Republican. I started making public presentations against communist expansionism in nineteen seventy seven with Robert Mugabe's takeover of Rhodesia. The first guy to, to endorse my campaign was Colonel Oliver North because he and I have been friends for over 30 years. We uh, we put on fundraisers for him when the swamp was trying to persecute him for trying to save this country. And so, uh, you know, this this is not something that, that I've come to lately. But that event in, in June and then July of 2020 gave us a, a vehicle through which uh, is what, what my life's work has been. A, a, a voice where I could say to the nation that which I've said to all my friends and relatives for the last 45 years. You know, I, very impressive. Now, one other thing I mentioned to you about the fact that I said when I called you and talked to you on the air and I said, by the way, our stations are out in the western area. We're in St. Charles, Warren, uh, Franklin and and um, St. West St. Louis County. You say I live in Franklin County. So you have a house there. Yeah, we've got our, our farms out in, in Robertsville uh, between uh, between O and 30 off of uh, Williford Road. And uh, once again, you know, uh, you know, I'm not afraid to tell people where I live. I'm not afraid to answer my own telephone because if I'm going to represent the people of Missouri, I, I sure as heck shouldn't hide from them. You know, <laughs> and see, once again, that's what I was so impressed with because when you when you were on the air last week on 97.1, I'm thinking to myself, this guy's like the real deal. He's not a phony baloney because, and once again, did you say Greitens is saying he's visiting, visiting with all the rural people and you never see him anywhere? Yeah, he says that he's the only candidate out there uh, getting out and meeting rural Missourians. I mean, it's like saying Joe Biden was the only candidate for president that went to rallies with thirty and 40,000 people. It's just, it's, it is just such, so the opposite of truth that it's hard to imagine that anybody would actually say such a thing. But once again, you know, you know, great. And said, truth and truth and he only only mix on accident. Hmm. Interesting. Mar- well, Mark, I appreciate you the fact that you answered your phone last week. I appreciate the fact you agreed to this interview. I think that you're quite honestly sort of a breath of fresh air because, you know, I kid about on the air sometimes that like with Shelly, I say, Shelly, ask me a question and I'll do my political speak. Well, I'm glad you asked me that question. Uh, you know, when you look at the big picture, you know what I'm saying? You just talk around to the point. You never answer the question, right? You answer the question. Well, you know, it's it's an art form that politicians have to never actually say anything whilst their lips are moving and sounds coming out. I got, I got to tell you, this is this is this is my plea to the people of Missouri. Let's show the world that you can really take your democracy back. Let's show the world that we can actually wrest control of this country from the big dollar people and from the lobbyists and from the swamp. You know, when I announced that I was going to run for Senate, uh, Roy Blunt said on the Nancy Brinker show, "You can't just say you're running for Senate." Because you have to be anointed by the party. You have to be anointed by the billionaires. You have to work your way up through the system until the party deems that you've earned that right. Well, this country doesn't belong to the party or the billionaires. This party belongs, this country belongs to the ordinary people. This country belongs to us. 
And we, we, we need to show the world that we can take it back, that just an individual out there that wants to save this country can get the support of the people and actually defeat the swamp, defeat the mainstream candidates, and go up to D.C. and make a real change. Mark, very impressive. Appreciate you answering your phone last week. Appreciate talking to you on the air this morning. Hey, thanks for having me on. It's great talking to you. Okay, bye. Okay, Shelly, what do you think? I thought that was uh, pretty cool, actually. <laughs> the guy is its the real deal, isn't he? He uh, is. I'm, you know, I'm thinking of And my... we have his signed autograph. <laughs> but, but here's we what... We knew him when. Right. We, we, we ran into him. We, him met, and his... we, we met him and his bride. And they couldn't have been nicer people to us, remember? They were so nice. Yeah, they were. They were lovely. <sighs> now, here's the interesting thing. We don't normally what? do the political stuff. Already my phone's blowing up. <laughs> You knew you expected that, right? Yes. Okay. Does that do you feel like the guy is like the real deal when you listen to him talk? You don't think that. I'm I'm processing, Brad. I mean, but he didn't give any of the political See, the the crazy thing is, if I were today, if I were to say, "Okay, I'm going to try to get a hold of Eric Greitens today. I'm going to get a hold, try to get a hold of Eric Schmidt, who's on the other pool, Billy Long, um, what's her name, um, Sally Hartzler, what's her name, what um, Kathy Hartzler. She's the lady. She's the state rep or the U.S. rep out in Central Missouri. She's running for Senate. If I spent all day on the phone today, I could not get any of those people to come on with me tomorrow morning. There's no way any of them would come on the air with me. None of them, because you know why? Why? A, we're deemed to be a small station, and they don't want to waste their time. And B, I've said this before, our listenership is mainly women. And the politicians, I don't care what they say, they don't care about women. You have heard it come from politicians' lips that the reason they don't buy our stations for ads is because we have mostly women listeners. Am I telling the truth or what? They tell you that more than they tell me that. But you've heard it as well too, correct? Yes. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, we talked about this last week. State of Missouri, Mike Otten gave me the statistics. For every for every uh, 96, was it 95, 96 men in the state of Missouri, there's 100 women. So in other words, there's, there's what, 4% more uh, women in the state of Missouri than there, is in, than there are in men. And if you go by county by county, usually, typically, almost every county has more women in it than men. And it's just like, okay, so why wouldn't you go after those women? Because you know why? Because most of the politicians still think, still think that the women, that, you know, the women, their husbands or boyfriends tell them how to vote. And they go like robots to the polls. My husband says vote for Jim Smith, so I will vote for Jim Smith. Right? Did your husband ever tell That's you how to vote? No. Your husband's ever tell you how to vote? No. <laughs> Never? Well, if my he, dad did tell my mom how to vote, though. Really? And did she vote? Yeah. Did she he vote? was from World War II. Did she vote that way? She did. So whatever he said, she did. Because she didn't want to cancel his vote. <sighs> anyway. So, uh, by the way, FCC, what we call equal opportunity, any of the other politicians, if you are uh, a fan of Eric Greitens or Eric Schmidt or uh, Kathy Hartler, what's his name? Hartzler. Can't remember her name. Billy Long. Any of those other people. My phone number is area code 314-280-8880. Have to make equal, equal opportunity. I would be willing to put a $100 bill on the line and say, I will not get a call from anybody who wants equal time on our station. Okay, we'll see. I bet you any money. 
Nobody, because because they'll go like, well, it's not KMOX, it's not it's not ninety seven one, it's not the Viper. We don't want to be on that station, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Randall. I was just sitting there thinking how the Viper would sound, and I'm like, mm. here, here, hey, we've got we've got the guy with the AR fifteen. Here he is right now. He's going to fire off a couple rounds. Hey, fire off a couple rounds, Mark. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, Viper, we, Viper, we got our own helicopter. How, how am I doing with that? You're such a goofball. It's 749. Oh, my.